Teen Time Presents Podcast On Demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.hk. Teen Time Podcast On Demand. This is the Teen Time Science Blog. I'm Neil Chase. Out at the very edge of our solar system, about 5 billion kilometers from Earth, is the planet Pluto. Well, actually, it is the dwarf planet Pluto. Astronomers discovered the planet in 1930, but then in 2006, Pluto was downgraded from planet to dwarf planet, primarily because it appears to be a lot smaller than we thought it was, and so doesn't fit with what the criteria are for being a planet. It is only about 2,300 kilometers in diameter. However, even though it might not be called a planet anymore, it does have some very impressive moons going around it. There were thought to be four moons orbiting around Pluto, but then just recently a fifth moon was discovered. That gives it more moons than the planets Mercury, Venus, Earth and Mars have combined. But if we were standing on the surface of Pluto, then the five moons wouldn't look very much like our own moon. For a start, they are a lot smaller, but also, as Pluto is so very far away from the Sun, there would be very little light to shine on them anyway. But even so, having five moons is very impressive for little Pluto. Meanwhile, the prospects of man walking on our own moon again are a lot better than ever walking on Pluto, even though there are no manned missions to the moon planned. But if we were to go there and even have some sort of colony or base on the moon, then we would have to be very careful to not spread moon dust around, as it could be deadly. It is an aspect of lunar exploration that hadn't been considered much before, but it is definitely an important one. The dust on the moon is very fine and has been exposed to solar radiation for millions of years. That could certainly be harmful if inhaled. It is also probably extremely sharp, much more so than sand we have here on Earth, and that too could be very harmful to us if we got it in our eyes, for instance. Of course, space suits protect any astronaut from the dust, but if we were to have a base on the moon, keeping that dust away from living quarters and out of our daily lives would be a very big challenge. One of the most dangerous things to do while driving is to talk on a mobile phone, or worse, to send SMS text messages. The issue of so-called distracted driving is a really big problem in many countries and has been the cause of countless accidents. So a university in India is developing a jamming device that detects if a car is moving and then if the driver is using a phone, then it will jam the phone signal. It only works on the driver and not any passengers in the car. In principle, it is a great idea, but the bigger problem will be to insist that car manufacturers install this device in cars and that it can't be disabled by drivers. That is a much harder solution to enforce. At 
the moment the only way to refuel a military airplane in the middle of a flight is to have a tanker jet fly above it and deliver fuel along a long pipe, something that is a pretty dangerous operation. However, tests are underway in the United States on refueling drone spy planes by laser beam. The unmanned drone planes are much smaller than regular planes and are usually battery powered, but recent tests successfully used a laser beamed directly at the drone to top up the batteries without any need for a wire. There is still a lot of research to be done on this system and it is unlikely that it would be used on manned planes, but at least it is a start. If you plan to watch the new Batman movie, then you'll probably be very impressed with the armory of weapons and gadgets that Batman uses against the villains. One of the most important ones is his cape, which protects Batman from gunfire, but also allows him to jump off buildings and glide down to the ground. But how possible would this be in reality? According to physics students in Britain, it would be impossible to do. Gliding back down to Earth is not the biggest problem. There has been research and testing of similar types of flying cape, but the biggest issue would be landing. This, the physics students say, would be such a shock that it would be like being hit by a fast-moving car, something that nobody could withstand repeatedly. Well, I guess that might be so, but don't they realize that this is Batman and he can do anything he wants? So let's just suspend our disbelief and just enjoy the movie for the wonderful fantasy that it is. And that's it for the Teen Time Science blog for this week. I'm Neil Chase and I'll be back again next week with more from the science world.